0: I want to teach here a little bit on uh, some miracles without reason. Miracles without reason. Sometimes God works some things out and it just doesn't seem reasonable to our thinking. But that's just the way reason, or that's just the way miracles are. Faith is like that. Faith doesn't have reason or rhyme or reason. It's just when it's all said and done and the miracle comes to, to pass then you can see the rhyme and reason of it but yet when you're stepping into that arena of faith and you're trying to believe God for that miracle it just sometimes God um, uh, he he wants us to do certain things that don't seem reasonable and we much of the time put a lot of faith in our reasoning don't we we need to put our faith totally in God. And I know you know this. I know that, um, Landmark, you all are people of faith. You believe the Lord, and we are trusting in God in every step of the way. I'd like for you to turn to the book of 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 16 through 20. Miracles without reason. Miracles without reason. By the way, uh, Sister Burke got voted back in as the ladies president of Illinois. And uh, so she is continuing on with that, and it is her, her burden to do that. Of course, her greatest burden is here at Landmark, so but she she's doing a tremendous job so thank the lord for that second kings chapter 3 verse 16 and he said thus saith the lord make this valley full of ditches for thus saith the lord ye shall not see wind neither shall ye see rain yet that valley shall be full or filled with water that ye may drink both ye and your cattle and your beasts. Verse 18, and this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into your hands, and ye shall smite every fenced city and every choice city, and shall fell every good tree, and stop all wells of water, and mar every good piece of land with stones, and it Came to pass in the morning when the meat offering was offered. That behold, there came water by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. So here was a miracle. They were asking for, uh, you know, they they were having a tough time finding water to drink and for their cattle and various animals to drink, and they needed a miracle. They were in a desert, and they also the three kings of the king of Israel, the king of Judah the king of Edom were coming together to fight against Moab because Moab was coming in to take over and try to defeat Israel, Judah, and uh, Edom. So they had a dilemma. They had a need for a miracle. How many times have you had a dilemma? Raise your hand. How many times you had a miracle? Have you had times you needed a miracle? We needed miracles. But yet it's, it's so very important when we We ask God for a miracle for us to pray and ask God to work it out instead of us trying to reason things out. You see, with miracles, it comes without reason for us, reasoning. But yet, when we take a miracle to God, he's already got it all reasoned out in his eyes, in his way. His ways are far above our ways. Can I hear an amen? Amen. We know that. His ways are far above our ways. But we find here that they were in need of water to drink for their cattle. But yet, here in the miracle, uh, there was a word that came to them. They went to uh, Elisha, and he brought forth this word. Thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, ye shall not see wind, neither shall ye see rain. You see, we think that if it's going to bring water, we're going to have to see some rain fall out of the sky. We're going to have to see a storm. We're going to have to see some lightning. We're going to have to see some wind. We already got it all reasoned out. We already got it all figured out. But God has different plans. He's got his reasoning, which is different than our reasoning. We need to release our reasoning into his reasoning. And uh, he said, you're not going to see wind, you're not going to see rain yet. Even though you don't see these things, you're going to see this valley filled with water that you may drink, both ye, your cattle, and your beasts. You're going to see it. You're going to see the miracle. Not in your way, but it's going to come. And then it goes on and says, I'm going to tack on some extra miracle here. How many like the extra miracles? You know, We like the miracle that God works, but we like that, what Brother Smith says, that, well, they call it the, I won't mess it up, lanyap, lanyap. You see that extra, and uh, as uh, we've seen, we've seen the overflow, the extra. And he said, and this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord, this miracle of water in the desert This is a light thing because I'm going to add to this. And he says that uh, he will deliver the Moabites also into your hands. So you're going to have a miracle plus an additional miracle. But yet what the Lord was saying for them to do seemed kind of strange. In the desert, he said, I want you to make this valley full of ditches. Dig with your shovels and dig ditches and get ready for the miracle. You see, when you have faith, when you have faith, you need to prepare for the miracle. What's what's the need of believing and trusting in God if you don't prepare for it? What is the prayer when you pray, God, give me a miracle, and you doubt it the whole time you're After you pray, you're you're thinking and you're entertaining the thoughts of this ain't going to work. This ain't going to fit together. It's not going to work. How many times have we prayed prayers like that and said, God, give me a miracle, and we quit praying, and all of a sudden we're continually speak negative about it, and our faith kind of goes out the window, and uh, we don't speak that positive faith about it. What the Lord was telling them through Elijah, he says, make this valley full of ditches. You're wanting water? Make this valley full of ditches. How many have heard the the thought that when they prayed for rain that the uh, preacher looked over the congregation and said, okay, we prayed for rain because it's drought, but where are all the umbrellas? Nobody brought their umbrella. You see, that's the thing about faith. When we believe and we pray and trust God for a miracle, why don't we start setting up for the miracle? That's an expression of faith. That's the reason why I believe that, uh, that when we pray for a need, we need to start praising God for it because we're giving uh, the Lord that, that um, uh, word of I trust you. I'm praising you after I've asked you for the miracle because I trust you. So we need to begin to thank God for our prayers and believe God for our miracle. But a lot of times we put a lot of our faith in reasoning, and we reason it away. Uh, People that are going to have faith and people that are going to be uh, seeing a miracle are those that pray and believe, and they begin to walk in that faith. They begin to talk in that faith. They begin to stand in that faith. They go to bed with that faith. They get up with that faith. During the day when they are on the job or whatever they're doing, they're still speaking faith and giving thanks to God. Uh, There's a lot of prayers that have been prayed here, but we've got to continue to uh, make preparations for that miracle. And that's saying to God, God, I believe you. I'm not going to walk in doubt and unbelief. But here, the Lord was giving them a job. If you want a miracle, he said, I want you to go out into that valley uh, that that desert place and, and this dry place, and I want you to begin to make this whole valley full of ditches. Dig some ditches because in these ditches are going to be filled with water. This valley is going to be filled with water. You know, um, that's probably not. There, there's a lot of jobs that that I can think of that I would not want to be. I hope I hope there's not any plumbers here tonight. Anybody. Are there any plumbers here? Raise your hand if you're a plumber. That's your trade. Good. Because I've thanked the Lord so many times that I didn't become a plumber. I don't want to be a plumber. I don't want to clean sewer lines and this and that. Uh, There's a lot of jobs that I wouldn't want to have. You know, jobs like cleaning out grease pits. I've seen people doing that. Uh, Jobs that you know just uh, digging digging in dirt and things and and you know there's sometimes you have to dig and you have to prepare things but there's some jobs that I just don't have a a desire for I do thank the Lord that He put me in HVAC work but sometimes it has its struggles like today I I was working in uh, Alton downtown Alton and uh, I had to I had to go work on a unit, but I had to go up on a roof, like a fourth, five story building that it had a ladder. It was, this is an old, old building. The Mississippi Lime uh, Company was the building that it used to be. Now it's an apartment complex. So I had to go up on the roof to get to the air conditioner. So I, uh, I, I had my tool pouch, my, I had all different things. I had my gauges, all these different things I have to take up on the roof. And, uh, but I had to climb up an old ladder that was an uh, old iron ladder on the side of the building all the way up and hold on as I went up. So every time I climb a ladder anymore, I pray, Lord, forgive me for all of my sins. <laughs> Wash me clean, make me white as snow, and be merciful to me. But, you know, as I was climbing up, I was, just, you know, I was just taking it one at a time, one at a time. I've been up higher places than that, but it, this was an old, old building, had an old ladder, and it was built on the side of the building, and sometimes when you're climbing up those, some of those rungs are loose, and, um, but I, I had a kind of a difficult time today with that. But there's a lot of jobs that, that uh, are not always pleasant. Digging ditches in a desert would not be a pleasant thing. Uh, but if you're wanting a miracle, you'll do anything that, that you can do to get that miracle. One of the things, and I know a lot of you would agree with me on this, is some of the jobs that I would hate to do is a job that you see no progress or no benefit in. You're going through the motions, and you're trying to do the best you can, but you're seeing no results. I like to do jobs, even if it's not a good job, Do a job that at least I can see some progress. Can I hear an amen, men? And can I hear an amen, women? You know, we want to see progress. So if you're going out into a desert area, it's dry, and the Lord tells you to dig some ditches, and you're digging in these rocks, and all you're getting is dust. You're throwing the rocks and the dirt over to the side, and all of it is just dust and it's dry, and there's nothing there, and you're not seeing progress, what do you do? Do you stop? If God gave you a word that you need a miracle, and this is how to get your miracle, do you just stop? No. People of faith keep going. They keep trusting. They keep believing. They keep digging. They dig even if they, you don't see progress. Uh, that's the thing about faith. Some work in God's kingdom can even be frustrating at times. But you know what? You don't stop. You keep going. You keep pressing forward. I know the people of God, we all have, have reached out to, and tried to win souls. We're speaking to people, inviting them to church. Don't give up. Don't stop. Don't quit. Keep reaching. Keep praying for them. Keep talking to them. Eventually, there's going to be a point where they're going to need God. And you might be digging in dirt, and all you're getting is dried rocks and dried dust, and that's all you see. But there's a miracle in that. If God said to do that, there is a miracle in that. This is how difficult it would have been to dig ditches in a desert if you didn't see progress. But if you really believe God... Whether you see progress or not, you'll keep at it. You'll keep moving forward. You'll keep pressing forward. I know um, there, there's times that we, we try to put some things together and work for the kingdom of God, and we might not see progress at, at certain points, but don't stop. God's got a miracle in this. The efforts that we give to it, God is going to work a miracle out of that. Even if you don't see results right away, Sometimes we see results quickly. Sometimes we don't see results right away. Sometimes the question we ask is, why do we have to dig in a dry, hot desert? Sometimes we ask God, well, why are we doing this, God? And it's a simple answer. When we ask the question, why do we have to dig in a dry, hot desert, The answer is because if it was wet, cool land, we wouldn't need a miracle. It's as simple as that. Sometimes God puts us in places, positions, where we might feel like we're not getting anywhere. But we are getting somewhere. When we pray, when we believe, God has a plan. There's something that is working by the hand of God. When you have a word from the Lord, it isn't difficult to continue on. Make this valley full of ditches. Can you imagine in the hot, bleaching sun, sweat, running down their face, in their eyes? It doesn't matter. It's God's word. If we want to see the miracle, keep pushing forward. Matter of fact, in this scripture, it also says that you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water. This was a strange promise from God. Water would be provided, but without any apparent rain or storm. That's the reasoning on our part. God was removing the reasoning out of it, wanting us to go beyond the reasoning and trust the Lord. Sometimes we always got this mental thought that this is, out, this is the way it needs to work out. This is the way it needs to work out. This is the way it needs to fall into order. There's been times that, that uh, uh, it, it didn't fall into place like I thought it should. But when it was all said and done and God did the miracle, it was so much better than what I could ever even dreamed it to be. Amen? Make this valley... Full of ditches god promised to send water to the valley but they had to dig the trenches to catch what god would provide matter of fact i'm a firm believer that if we want a miracle and god said go out and dig ditches in the dry land i don't think we just need to dig a couple and be satisfied with that how big you want your miracle how big do you want your miracle? You know, I, 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 I'm, just a, I'm just a believer in the thought that, hey, I need to go out and dig as many trenches as I can because when God sends the water, I want as much water as we can get. Not two scoopfuls or one little hole full. No, I want all of the miracle that God has for us as a church body, as individuals, amen. Amen. Make this valley full of ditches. And that's the thing when the Lord said it through Elisha. Make this valley full of ditches. Because he was setting him up that there is a big miracle ahead of you. A big miracle. But if your faith is small and all you want is just a little miracle, that's what you're going to get. But if you let your faith expand to the point where you just begin to expand it, and, and, and actually what the Lord was saying here, everything that the Lord says in his word has significance. Make this valley full of ditches, full of ditches, to accommodate the miracle. The dried up riverbed was to have many trenches, You know, when the kings returned from their visit to Elijah and told their commanders, their commanders probably were thinking, okay, they've got a plan for us, a strategy for the army to go in and to be able to overcome the Moabites because they're coming against us. What is this strategy? And the strategy was take your shovel and dig ditches. Can you imagine what those commanders were thinking? Here, we're we're supposed to be uh, evaluating the battlefield. We're supposed to be evaluating how we're going to overcome this this enemy that's getting ready to come up against us. But they told the commanders to have the men dig ditches, and that must have been hard to hear. Sometimes things God speaks to us and allows us to go through to get to our miracle sometimes is hard to deal with and hard to hear. But when God promises it, your miracle will come. It will come. How big do you want your miracle? Here these men were thirsty. They might have even been near death in the middle of the desert. They were looking, for, looking at the, the work that was getting ready to take place the hard work of digging trenches and ditches in a dry ground. Yet this work, of course, was very essential. Really, this demonstrates the principle that God wants us to prepare for our miracle that he wants to bring. God wants to perform a miracle so much bigger than what we can imagine I think sometimes the reason why the miracles might not be as big as they need to be and as often as they need to be as much as God wants them to be is because sometimes we stop short in our faith. If we believe, we're going to have everything. If we doubt, we're not going to have it. Believe, trust. Even when it doesn't look like it's fitting together like you think it should fit together, Maybe you got too much reasoning in this thing. Understand, you're dealing with God. He goes beyond our reasoning. Let's listen to his reasoning. He is a God of miracles. And there is a miracle that is happening right now. You might not be able to see it. Maybe you do see it. But sometimes in faith, you don't always see it. Keep believing, keep digging, keep trusting. Sometimes we pray when we don't see or feel anything. How many times we stop praying because we didn't see anything and we didn't feel anything? When we pray, God hears us. As I mentioned Sunday, He commanded us to pray. Since He commanded us to pray, that means He's going to listen. It's not complicated, God's going to listen. Sometimes we think he's not listening because we don't hear anything. We don't feel anything. doesn't matter. God said, pray, and he's listening to us. Sometimes we pray we don't see a thing. We don't feel anything. Sometimes we praise and worship. There's been times that we felt nothing. Does that mean we stopped? No, because God is pleased with praise and worship from his people. Sometimes we come to church when we're tired from the day. Does that mean we stop coming just because we're tired? No. He's deserving of our praise and worship. He's deserving of our commitment to his kingdom, to his his house. Amen. We're preparing for the miracle God is sending us. Every time we pray and we don't feel anything, we don't see anything, we're preparing for our miracle. Every time we worship and praise God, if we don't feel anything, we don't see anything happen, we're preparing for our miracle. Amen. Amen. Every time we come to the house of the Lord, we we might not feel that great, and we might feel tired and this and that. Guess what? We're preparing for the miracle. There is a miracle in this house. There is a miracle in your life. There is a miracle for this church. Amen. Don't stop. Don't reason it away because you don't see it happening the way you want to see it happen because God's got something up. We're preparing for the miracle God is sending Dig as many ditches as you want a miracle. Keep praying until the miracle comes. Keep worshiping God and praising God until the miracle comes. Keep trusting God until the miracle comes. Amen. That soul that you're reaching Keep reaching, keep praying for them until that miracle takes place. There's souls out there that are hungry, they're waiting. Matter of fact, how many times have we heard uh, someone say, I was praying that God would send me someone because I was at the end of my rope. I didn't think there was any more hope in my life. And I prayed to the Lord, if you're real, God, send somebody to me. How many, how many times have we heard that? And on the other end was someone praying and felt like that they needed to go to their door and talk to them. Or in a store, the Lord moved upon them and said, go talk to them, tell them such and such, pray for them. And All of a sudden, they realize, I prayed that God would send somebody and you listened. Don't stop praying. There are I believe that there are souls out there right now. There are so many souls out there in this area that are wanting a touch from God. They don't realize it. They don't even realize what they actually need. There's people out there that are at the end of their road and they don't know how to get their their uh, they don't know how to find their way in life. I know we were there at one time too. And God sends, sent someone our way. But sometimes we're digging and digging in dry ground. Don't stop. How big of a miracle do you want? Don't stop reaching for souls. Don't stop praying for the prodigals. Don't stop reaching for your family. Don't stop praying for healing. Don't stop praying for miracles. Don't stop praying for deliverance. Doesn't, matter if it seems like it's dry and there's nothing happening how big do you want your miracle? you're setting it up for a miracle keep digging keep preparing digging ditches was something the people of God could do they could do that they couldn't bring the water this makes me kind of thirsty right now Digging ditches was something the people could do. But God didn't ask them to do more than they were able to do. He didn't ask them something that was out of their ability to do. Sometimes it gets tough when God asks us to do something that, that doesn't make sense. How many times is? God not make sense to us probably many times but to those that keep pressing forward in faith God doesn't ask us to do something more than we're able to do a lot of times the battles right here like I said earlier I I don't like jobs that you're doing and you don't see progress but in God, sometimes you don't see or feel something doesn't mean God's not working a miracle. You know, when you worship and praise God, sometimes you go through these times uh, that you just don't feel God like you normally do. Why is that? You're going through a valley. There's a testing time. Maybe you're, wore out and tired there's been times that I felt tired and wore out and didn't really respond or feel the presence of the Lord like I wanted to but I kept pressing in pressing in to the Lord and there's been times I haven't felt God does that mean I quit no I keep going I tell you what it does to me it makes me want to give more to God I don't feel God when I walk into the house of the Lord, which is very, very seldom because there's such a beautiful presence in the house of the Lord when we start worshiping. But what it does to me, and I'm sure it does to you, is it makes me want to press even further in, makes me want to seek God more. God, where are you? I want to find you. I can't, I'm not going to be satisfied until I find you. and I'm not going to to be satisfied until I see my miracle. Make this valley full of trenches. Make ready for the Holy Ghost to come down, the power of God to move. Make the whole of this church full of trenches. It's time for us as a church body to keep making trenches and digging ditches And keep reaching and keep praying, keep seeking God. We're seeing some miracles. We're seeing God do some things. But there is so much more, trust me, church, that God wants to do in this place that we have not seen yet. And we're going to keep on pressing. We're going to keep moving forward together. We're going to march together. We're going to take the shovels if God tells us to dig in that old dried out Uh, dried up ground, dust comes up, and we're seeking water. Guess what? We're going to keep doing it together because we're going to see the miracle power of God move. We're going to see some things that we couldn't even imagine God would do. It's a matter of us uh, continuing on together. There are souls out beyond these walls here today that are hungry for what you have, Mm. and they don't even know how to get it. They don't know how to get it. You know how I know that? Because I was there. I was there one point. I prayed and talked to the Lord. I said, Lord, I didn't understand everything about it, but I said, Lord, I, me and my family need to be saved. And God made it happen. God has promised, has promised it, and we will get ready for it. He's made a lot of promises, and we're getting ready for it right now. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. The kings came to Elisha inquiring about water. God wanted to give them more than their immediate need. God wanted to give them more than the immediate provision. He wanted to give them complete victory over their enemies also. It's so interesting uh, that when the water came into the valley that old dried valley that they were in and started filling up all of those trenches and they had all of the the water that they needed to sustain them, sustain their cattle, sustain their beasts, the Bible says. But then when God put the extra miracle on here, when the Moabites were getting ready to go in and try to take over Israel and Judah and Edom, they looked out over that valley and you know what they saw? They saw the water in those trenches, but when the sun shined on it, it looked like blood. It looked like blood. They thought that these kings, the king of Israel and the king of Judah, because they've had a history of battling against each other and, and Edom, they thought these three kings had started fighting against each other and these armies fought against each other and killed all of them Uh, And and these pools of water in that desert dry area, they thought it was blood in those. So they thought, we're going to go in and we're going to take the spoils. They've killed themselves. We got this easy. We're going to go in and take the spoils. And as the Moabites went in, they were set up for the miracle of Israel and Judah and Edom To destroy the enemy that day. (laughs) It's amazing how God works miracles. He can work miracles out of nothing. He He can take absolutely nothing and speak it into existence. God doesn't need a whole lot of anything. He really doesn't need anything at all to work a miracle. What about your miracle? Keep digging trenches. Keep praying. Every time you pray, you're praying and you're believing and trusting in God, you're digging trenches and believing that God's going to work that miracle. How big do you want your miracle? Keep praying for it. If you have to continue to pray for weeks and months, keep digging trenches. Keep digging ditches because God wants to fill it completely. God wants to do so much more than what we could ever imagine or reason out but that day Moab was defeated he was defeated the land was filled with water the water was available to them when they dug the ditches we don't dig ditches to receive the miracle it will pass us by keep praying keep trusting keep believing Walking in faith. Keep trusting in the power of God. We're set up for great things in God, even when it seems unreasonable. When it seems unreasonable. You see, if Israel and Judah had disobeyed God's word and failed to dig the ditches, then God's blessings would have passed them by. God still would have came through with bringing water to that dry land, but it would have passed them on by. But because they dug the trenches and dug the ditches, that miracle came and sustained them. They had a place for that to form, a reservoir. You see, God often moves us to do things that may or may not make much sense for the moment. But there are things that will prepare prepare us for the future miracle. Sometimes the Word of God doesn't make sense to us. But really, when you look at the Word of God from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation and you put it all together, everything in there makes sense when you tie it all together. It, It all makes sense. But the measure of water available to these thirsty men was directly connected to how many ditches they dug. Landmark, dig your ditches many and deep. There's miracles that are happening right now, but there's a whole lot more miracles God's going to bring forth. Amen. Here's the thing about it. The ditches were not the blessing. And they were not the victory. Well, they were essential parts of both the blessing and the victory. But a lot of times we get caught up on God told us to dig trenches. And sometimes when we uh, do the things that God says, then we put the miracle as what God had told us. But the miracle was actually in the water that God brought. The miracle was the water to sustain them that filled up those ditches and those trenches. Amen. God desires to do multiple miracles. God is so efficient. He's so efficient. God knows how to put it all together. He knows how to work out your needs in your life. Keep reaching, keep praying, keep seeking, keep trusting, because God has some great things ahead. Amen. So they departed from him, and they returned to their own land, the Moabites did, because they were defeated. They left content with their near-complete victory. Think about it is we can't stop with just a halfway miracle. Don't just accept a partial miracle. When you trust God, accept everything that God has. It's important for you to complete the victory in your life. Don't be deceived by lies of the enemy. Don't be deceived by the deception of voices speaking. Don't be deceived by the spirits of this world that speaks and says you can't have your miracle or you get a partial miracle. No, I'm going to believe God for all of his miracle. Sometimes the enemy lies to us, and Satan wants you to think that living a life with God and Living a life of holiness is unimportant. Let me tell you something. It's very important, especially in this hour we're living in. True, there's, there's enemies of lies that try to speak to us that truth is what you say it is. That's what the world says. Matter of fact, they even say that two plus two is whatever you want it to be. I think, wow, that's crazy. It doesn't make sense, of course. Because I know that if I have two apples, <laughs> and I have two more apples, and I add them together, I got four. That's the way I learned it in school anyway, wasn't it? The way you learned it? It's, but what they're saying today is it's whatever you want truth to be. No, what truth is is what the Word says, the Bible. So the enemy tries to tell us that truth is whatever you say it is. No, it's what the Bible says. The enemy tries to speak to you that you don't need to go to church faithfully. You don't have to have church, but let me tell you something. You can look at the patterns. You can see that when faithfulness is let go of to the house of God, you're going to find that there is a track record that is very, very sure that people began to backslide and fail. We need the house of God. We need the presence of God. We need the preaching of God, uh, the word of God. We need the teaching. Can I hear it, amen? Amen. And then the enemy also says that little white lies are okay. (laughs) You ever heard that? Little white lies? No, a lie is a lie. And the list goes on and on and on with the devil And the enemy tries to tell us, the flesh, the devil, tries to speak to us and tells us all these different things. No. But the thing about it, the enemy tries to tell us that you're not going to get your miracle. The enemy tries to tell us you're only going to get partial miracle. You're not going to get it all. I'm here to tell you that do you believe the lie of the enemy or do you believe the truth of God? Truth of God. Amen. It's time to defeat those lies. Keep going back to the word. Keep going back in prayer. Keep trusting in God. You know, the devil wants you to believe that he won't give up. And he is very relentless at times. But we want him to know we're not giving up. We're going to keep digging the trenches because we know God has a big miracle ahead of us. There's a scripture I want to close with here tonight, James 4 and 7. It says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Defeat the lies of the devil. God's got a miracle for all of us. We talk about submit, when the world makes fun of you being different, you submit to God. When the temptation comes to slip away from God, no, I submit myself to God and the devil will flee from me. He won't just walk away from me, he'll flee from me. When the world's sins look so appealing, no, I'm going to submit to God Resist the devil, push back, dig trenches in that dry desert, believe God. Then the Bible says he will flee from you. He is defeated. He's already defeated. God's already said he's defeated. But you've got to complete your victory. You've got to complete your miracle. These lies that the devil tries to bring and tell you that you can't have the full miracle that God has promised to you, that is a lie from hell. And I say to the devil here tonight, we're not submitting to that. We're submitting submitting to God. We're committing our lives into God's hands. God is taking your order of how many miracles and provisions you want by how much you continue to believe him and keep digging trenches for the Lord. Amen. Stay on your knees in prayer. Keep praying. Keep trusting God. Stay in the word of God. Keep believing the power of the word of God. God has a miracle that is beyond reasoning miracles without reasons and God's got it for you don't settle for half don't settle for three-quarters don't settle for seven-eighths don't even settle for fifteen sixteenths or ninety-nine one-hundredths or let's go further um, 999 of 1,000th. No, I want all the miracle because God's promised it to me. And I'm going to stand fast. I'm going to dig trenches until I see it happen. Aren't you? Praise God. Let's stand here tonight. And again, I would like for us to lift our hands and lift our voice to the Lord. And I want us to tell God, thank you for the miracle. We're still believing, God. Amen. Let him know that tonight. Jesus We thank you for the miracle.